Hey everybody, Jim Sam is here. Welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live. Brought to you by, as always, by Ballast Point Brewing Company. We're rocking the swinging fryer. Hopefully baseball comes back sometime, although it's not looking good. So maybe we'll have baseball next year. Cheers to y'all. It is super hot here in San Diego right now. So uh, a cold beer is, is in order. I uh, hope everybody's doing good during these crazy, crazy, crazy times. Um, I know, I don't know about you guys, but I would certainly like to hit the reset button on this year. It's just been nuts. Uh, I haven't done much fishing. Uh, I haven't done any fishing, really. Um, the water has opened up back up, but I just haven't had a chance to get out. Uh, the times I've wanted to go out, it's been super windy. Um, or I've just others had other stuff I have to do. So I'm hoping I can get out this week. Um, I'm, I'm in dire need of some, uh, on the water therapy. Um, got a big announcement tomorrow. So please join us. And I don't even know what time I'm going to do it, but just keep visiting, uh, the page. Um, but we have a, a pretty cool announcement. We're very, very excited about that. will be going out tomorrow. So, um, please, um, visit the page tomorrow. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm doing video or if we're just going to be posting it, but, uh, there will be an announcement on our page sometime tomorrow. Uh, got a couple of comments here already. Uh, it's actually, uh, Froglid. Uh, wow. I'm the first and only one right now. Yeah. Froglid. That's cause you came and posted this a half an hour before the show started. So we weren't quite ready at that point. Egowitz, how are you, my friend in Spain? I hope everything's good over there. I don't know what your uh, regulations are and everything. I hope you've been able to get out on the water. Um, Liam, also on our uh, Kayak Fishing Tales page, thanks for joining us. Uh, we have a uh, Gene Wilson saying hi to Egowitz. Egowitz saying hi, Gene. It's just a big love fest. <laughs> and Egowitz saying hi, boss. Um <laughs> And Reginald said, hey, Jim, looking young here. There, yeah, this is uh, this is kind of the promo vid. My hair was a little darker there. And Jameson's beard is a little shorter there. Oh, wait, I'm going the wrong way, aren't I? Um, Jameson's beard looks shorter. My hair looks a little browner, not quite as gray as it is now. Getting older by the minute. Um, Dave Hansen, beer o'clock, yes. When isn't it? And my good friend, Ulf, how are you, Ulf? How are things in Sweden? I know you guys have uh, seemed to have had it a little bit easier than we did here. Um, feels bad for your buddy, man. Uh, our friend Ulf, uh, he posted a photo the other day that was just gruesome. Um, a friend of his got jumped and his jaw was broken in like four places. And it just, the picture was horrible. Didn't really need to see it, but man, I hope he's doing better. Um, 
And there's Froglid. He's still on. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, this was as as our friend, my my videographer, who, who um, Will, or former videographer, posted the other day when we first posted this, saying this was his favorite episode, or definitely one of his favorite episodes. And I don't know if it's just the fact that you know he was there. Um, and enjoyed all the laughs we had and, and all that. But uh, uh, it is a fun episode. So with no further ado, I'm actually going to bring our good friend, Jameson Redding, up onto the screen. <laughs> Jameson, what's happening? What's going on, man? Yeah, your beard is a lot longer now. There's also a few white guys. I was going to say, I was going to say, it looks gray, like there's some, some gray in it now. Yeah, it's, uh, they're in there. So that's not uh, far behind you. <laughs> two two children later, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like every every time they do something to stress me out. Yeah, you probably out. you probably didn't have any kids at this point. Oh no, huh? Yeah, because I've got a four and two year old. So yeah, there were no kids. I don't even remember. That had to have been like 2015 when that was shot. I think. Yeah, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually check the date. It, it was season six, and we're on season eleven. So you know, so five five years ago, plus it was shot the year. It was shot the year before that, before it airs. So yeah. So it, <laughs> Gene says, "Crank up the the beard mower." Uh, negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing, and that's what this episode is all about. It was the. Um, the uh, what, what did what did Will call it? Because I say beard versus hair. He said it was the beard locks. versus locks. Yes, uh, the beard versus locks challenge. And what was really fun, as I recall, um, I mean, we I, I think we were on another shoot where this idea came up. Yeah, we we were at the the Jackson Kayak Dealer Summit, um, and there were a few of. Frosty beverages involved. I know. Yeah, I maybe have, one or two. I don't have the good stuff like you do. Uh, so if you want to ship some out this way, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Rub it in. Um, anyway, there was a few of those involved, and I remember we kind of said, "Oh, we should make it some kind of challenge." And I don't remember. I think Will actually had the idea because you had the long hair and I had the beard, and and I think yeah. both of us. Probably because I know I picked you up at the airport and you never mentioned it and I didn't mention it either. I think we were both like, maybe it's like not a real thing and no one's going to remember this. And then I know we, we kind of went and ate some lunch and then had to go pick up Will. And as soon as we get Will, he gets in the car and he's like, all right, guys, here's how this challenge is going to work. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds that sounds about right. Will <laughs> would be kind of uh, the instigating trying to trying to get that thing going. But oh, yeah, what I remember yeah. also was pretty fun about, we had kind of an ongoing social media thing about it going too. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, that made it a lot of fun. But other than that, I mean, the, the trip itself was awesome. We had um, Jeff Herman was with us. Uh, Will Mansky, we were, we're at the Will Mansky ranch, right? That's right. Um, we ate about 500 pounds of fried oysters one night. Yeah, that was that was uh, pretty epic. That that ranch has this industrial kitchen. Like, you remember that? I mean, it was like this huge yeah. kitchen, and and uh, he just will just like cooked it up uh, and just made it. It was 
That, well, that place it was super cool. And I mean, the first time I had been there was for the Heroes on the Water event years before that. And, but it's a weird place. It's like, oh, let's build a, a house. Uh, you know, we need another room. No, we need <laughs> yeah. another room. No, I think we need another room. And it was, it was such a mishmash place. It's like you walked through one room to get to the other room to get to the other room. And so, too, I think the ranch is like actually what leased or something to or uh, an oil company. So there's like oil rigs and drills and you have to go through a gate to get there. But they still have rights to to fish and hunt and use the land however they want or whatever. So it's just a really different place. But it's it's private. I mean, to get there, you either got to go by boat or you have to you know be invited, I guess. Um, I think one of the other things was this was like the first time we had a chance to use the uh the torpedo on a shoot. That's right. I did. We did bring the torpedo when we had it on the Kraken, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and the big I think at one point it was like one kayak towing five or four, <laughs> like, side by side by side. Yeah, that's uh, right. Super cool. Let's uh, uh, check in on a couple people here real quick, and then we'll get this episode going. Um, Dave Fabian, your opinion on snakeheads. Um, well, I get, I thought I'd caught snakeheads and I guess I haven't, I've caught, uh, what's the other thing that looks Both like in, down in the coast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I hear snake, snakehead are super cool, fun to catch. You've caught more of them, haven't you? I actually haven't. I mean, same as you, I went down there with, um, the closest I've gotten, I guess would be both in with Chris Funk, uh, down in the swamp. Uh, it's a, a fish, it's a, a, you know, not where I'm at. It's a little further North for the most part, um, but they look very similar, and, and I hear they eat good, too, and since they're invasive, a lot of people will keep them and eat them, but um, it looks like they just smack a spinnerbait, like, just destroy it. Well, yeah, if they hit anything like the bowfin did, yeah, uh, they got to be a kick in the pants, because it's just super fun fish to catch. You uh, just get crazy when you hook them. <laughs> yeah, Dave Thomas says, hey, how you doing, man? Uh, Dave Swindley, that beard. Yeah, you, you're just becoming the beard now. <laughs> Uh, it is Andrew, Andrew, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, what is it? Gene says it's time to crank up the beard mower, the weed whacker. Well, I think, well, my hair is growing out again. Oh, uh, you want to do a round two? Yeah, I think we need a round <laughs> two, but where, where that one was redfish, which is definitely more your specialty than mine. Yeah. Um, I think you need to come out like this way and we go fishing for calico bass or, yellowtail or something that, that's more in my wheelhouse i like the idea of that i've never i've caught some calicos with you um on trips there out there before but i've never caught a yellowtail so that would be a fun trip and you know coming back to that i think that's where it came from i was probably smack talking that we were going to be in my backyard not necessarily my backyard but you know my wheelhouse like inshore fishing and that i would outfish you because of that and that's when the challenge probably came about you know or what you know i'm sure that it had something to do with me instigating that i would outfish you and then <laughs> i i wouldn't sort of it. like thinking well, maybe i shouldn't have put that well as there. we mentioned there's usually some beverages involved and yeah. in the beverages there's um a lot of smack talk going on too uh <laughs> dave swindley says hey watching from australia love your work jim hey david i love your work man I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us from Australia, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I got to pop this one up. James Macbeth, 
looking like Colonel Sanders. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, going for the uh, no mustache and uh, goat right now. So I've been on lockdown so long. It's just like just doing different stuff. Anyway, we could sit here and just yabber the whole time or we could actually get the episode going. So I say we get the episode going. There it is. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we are in Texas at the Mansky Ranch. We're with our old buddy, Will Mansky. We are with our good friend, Jeff Herman from Jackson Kayak and Jameson Redding from Jackson Kayak. We're out here chasing redfish and trout and just having a great time. we got a big challenge going on. Maybe at the end of this show, you might see some of this hair gone or you might see the beard gone. I'm hoping it's the hair. Really don't like it. Stick around. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, of I had to throw that. Of course, in you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. My wife is a much bigger fan of the longer hair than I am. So I thought my wife would be all for the shave, but as time got closer, she wanted the whole bet to be called off because I think she's afraid of what might be under here. <laughs> she was like, "No, you can't do that. You can't shave it. You got to win." <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Seaguar, always the best in fluorocarbon, frayed, and monofilament fishing line. Yak Attack, leading a revolution in kayak fishing accessories. Mountain Khaki, live life untucked. Shark Shield, the world's only proven and tested shark deterrent technology. And Hook One, everything you need to get out there and hook one. This week on Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show, the competition is heating up in the flats of East Texas. Jim is joined by Jeff Herman, Jamison Redding, and their host, Will Mansky at the incredible Mansky Ranch, a private cattle ranch off the beaten path that's home to some hard-fighting redfish. It's calm, but the winds are almost here. Give it a few minutes. It's also home to fire ants. Gale force, baby. <laughs> that's the first time you get bit by fire ants. Oh, it's calm enough right now, you can see them fart. If we're paddling along, you see little bloop, bloop, bloop bubbles, that's what you cast at. <laughs> well, basically, um, the last time we saw Jameson, I think over some cocktails, some uh, banter started going about uh, this upcoming trip, uh, about who was going to out here with who. Yeah, and of course, then <laughs> some other instigator had to jump in with a bet. Will. Um, and that was that um, whoever caught the most fish, most variety of fish, biggest fish in combination thereof, um, the loser had to uh, remove some hair. And for me, it's this long hair that my wife loves. And for Jameson, it's the beard. So 
We've got a little challenge going. I'm rooting for me. So most of you who know me know that I've had the beard for a while. It's something I'm pretty proud of. You know, I, I, I've been growing it out for probably almost a year so now. Young. Um, I trim it every once in a while, but I never, I can't remember the last time I shaved. Um, and I don't know that I ever want to. So I went into this really trying to keep the beard. My wife likes the beard. And who wants to get beat in the first place? Right. We started out on the Mansky Ranch, which was an yeah. awesome place. So there's that comparison again, land, Jameson. You know what's even better than Look that? that thing. Tons of marsh. Just to it was a lot shorter then. Just, yeah. You wouldn't even think there would be fish back there in these little small ponds that were trapped. I think it's funny that I put the torpedo on the most efficient pack. Instead of the big place. Awesome I don't know why. Will Mansky was an awesome host. We visited the Mansky Ranch about five, six years ago when we were first started shooting video, we weren't even shooting a TV show yet uh, to do a Heroes on the Water event. It was a super cool place, but unfortunately when we went, we didn't have the opportunity to fish because it was so windy. So the cool thing about all these marshes uh, in the on the Gulf Coast is that a lot of them, you have fresh water that comes out of the rivers and then they dump in and almost goes into like a <laughs> delta or a marsh. And that fresh water- Yes, we were likely drunk. Marsh. And, and everything starts yeah. growing. It starts this whole life cycle where the brackish salt water kind of meets the fresh water. And it's a constant give and take from the tides and everything like that. Well, all that life is just, you know, thriving in there, which makes the redfish want to come in and feed on the crabs and the shrimp and the, and the finger mullet that are back in those areas. So it's really cool, especially when you get the tide changes. You get water coming out, pulling the bait out, so the fish are feeding as it goes. I'm just out. making all Same this up, by the way. It comes in, they're just waiting until it gets deep enough. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. And feed on those things <laughs> they can't get to during low tide. For this episode of the Kayak Fisher Show, I've been paddling the Jackson Kayak Big Rig. I like a boat for this type of fishing that I'm comfortable standing in. I'm not. I don't stand in kayaks a whole lot. So having a boat that I just feel rocks. Oh, that's solid, pretty fancy move right there. That casting, was that was pretty. Casting <laughs> and fighting the fish. The big rig is just such a great. Platform. That is an insane is. standing the platform. Big the big rig. Yeah, if you're gonna spend all day standing up and moving around in there, and then we've got some other team members that do a lot of sight fishing and still love that the old school big rig because of that. Great platform. Yeah, it's crazy stable. The boat that Will's been paddling on this uh, trip is. I mean, I caught a tarpon standing up in it. The first boat off the line. Not on this trip, unfortunately. A, uh, thermoform yeah, boat rather than a roto molded boat. So it's it's those boats were so Dakota. awesome. Lightweight um, because of the different material it's made out of. It's a nice, fast boat, still good and stable. When we come back, Jim struggles to keep up as Jameson starts coming <laughs> in fish after fish. Fish after fish. <laughs> Jameson's has got giving an insurmountable lead. It was kind of ridiculous, but we we know now what the, the situation is. The kayak fishing show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. One family, many waters. Learn more at jacksonkayak.com. So, yeah, so that was the, the first little bit, you know, the, the intro. Um, cool place, though. I, I mean, I, those fish in that skinny water, and again, for me, fishing skinny water you know, I do it once or twice, if that, a year. Yeah. So it is a very different fishery for me. Um, what so. was different there, though, too, is it wasn't like, you know, you typically think, oh, you, you could go sight fish. But the water was pretty dirty. So uh, without seeing the movement on the surface, we couldn't really just spot fish unless you were, like, already over top of them. Or, right, right. Yeah, there was no real sight fishing unless their tail was up or you saw yeah. uh, a bloom of mud. 
you weren't gonna you weren't really sight casting um will says i just wanted jim to cut that hippie hair <laughs> uh, well, you're the hippie and i'm like the homeless guy that lives under the right bridge. <laughs> uh <laughs> will says i get it on good authority that jameson has a giant mole under that beard it's just my chin I, I remember him having something else living in that beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where we were when you did that. Was that that was in the Bahamas, was it? I don't know, but I, I know we laughed. Oh, I think every so that's one thing I'll say about this trip and every trip. It doesn't matter if we're catching fish, there's a challenge. I think we laugh harder on than anybody does. I mean, there's no way people have as good a time as we do when we get together on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, a laugh, a laugh riot, you know, and, and combined with, like I said, Jeff Herman's such an awesome dude and he yeah. is so funny. Um, I sent him an email actually today. Hopefully he's going to be on the show with me on Thursday. Awesome. Right, for, tune for, that. for another one. But uh, yeah, super great guys. Will Mansky was such an awesome host and, uh, also a very cool guy. Um, Rick Edwards says, what's up? Again, thank you for watching over on Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. So let's uh, get this thing rolling again, the next segment. Oh, and Will says your beard is so much less Jackson ridiculous. Kayak fishing show is brought to you in <laughs> less ridiculous than my hair? Attack, I'm just trying to figure out if he means men or not. This is pretty amazing right <laughs> Welcome now. back. This week we're at the Mansky Ranch in East Texas with Jeff Herman and Jameson Redding. On the hunt for red drum, flounder, and trout. We are down here in Texas, and we are going to go to the legendary Mansky Ranch in Port Lavaca, or very close to Port Lavaca. It's at the northern reaches of Lavaca Bay, which is right at central on the texas coast this week they came up with the beard versus locks challenge jameson redding and that giant beard of his and jim with his new hippie hair are going to go <laughs> at it and see who can catch the most fish uh guy with the most fish gets to keep the hair losers got to shave it off so i'm refereeing watching the big contest between the two of them and uh, hopefully we'll have a winner and see what happens when the shears or clippers come out one of the uh really cool things about where we are here at the Mansky Ranch is it, it's gated community basically uh, or gated property. Nobody gets out here other than oil workers and guests at the Mansky Ranch. Hey, my name is Will Mansky. We're out here in Vanderbilt, Texas, out at our hunting lease. Um, it's just probably about 10 miles from the coast uh, Port Lavaca, or the city of Port Lavaca. And it's composed of about 4,000 acres of marshland and about 1,500 acres of high ground. This, the setup out here for kayak fishing is perfect, especially for me, because I can basically drive out to a marsh pond and unload my boat. And that's kind of what got me into it initially. Is like, well, I don't want the hassle of owning a power boat. And as you can see, it was windy. And I can just come out here, <laughs> drive my boat. It got worse. <laughs> launch my boat and be on top of the fish within five minutes. So it just kind of works out. I, I look at it as hunting the fish where I'm not actually sitting there just casting into a hole. I'll go out there and just look, I'll start looking for tails, looking for bait movement, looking for, you know, the grass moving even, and hunt them down that way. And it's just a lot of fun. 
This week, while we were targeting uh, redfish at the Mansky Ranch, I was using a nice low profile reel loaded with 30 pound Seaguar Kansan braid. I really like that sensitivity. The fish were a little bit line shy, wanted to make sure, because that's when I started getting bit, that I put on the Seaguar right? 20 pound fluorocarbon <laughs> this was leader. Key right here. I did not get a bite until I put on the Seaguar fluorocarbon leader. It really, really helps. The rod I was using APR Apex Graphite sensitive power this thing i could feel those little subtle bites sometimes when those fish hit i could really set the hook it was fantastic the go-to lure this thing caught so this is a sad moment for me because the they don't ranch. make this, this bait was a anymore man crab is that right the very cool That's thing right. About they just didn't sell well for them but as the you can see they worked um the i just don't think a lot of people gave so them a these try pictures are up in the air but the plastic they use is extremely <laughs> That would just be taunting you. I so they last for fish after fish after fish. I mean, I used one lure. That's for because every I would only let him have at the Mansky Ranch. <laughs> I think Jameson used one this lure your for chance. every fish that he caught yeah. at the Mansky Ranch, and he caught a lot more than I did. That's the gear I was using down here in Texas. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, that crap. I've had to. I've had to you know, search said, and uh, use no other things to just fish straight that, braid but, yeah. this morning. So I was fishing straight braid. Jameson's been fishing fluorocarbon, and he's got seven fish. About five minutes ago, I switched to fluorocarbon. That was probably my second, third cast with the fluorocarbon uh, leader. So I switched to the Seaguar, and I got a fish. Finally on the board. Thank you. Thank you. I finally got one. Seven to one. <laughs> Thank you, Seaguar fluorocarbon. <laughs> on the board it was crazy so because you see how we're sitting right there i mean we're not more than 15 Jackson feet kayak, apart kayak and casting in the same the hole and uh you know i was just pulling fish after fish out and it wasn't until you switched to the fluorocarbon and like i said it wasn't like it was clear water i mean that water was dirty like you, you weren't seeing the fish so it it did surprise me that they were line shy but we were more finesse fishing it wasn't like we were ripping baits through there we were kind of just dragging them across the bottom so right. i think they had time to really kind of analyze that presentation yeah and i don't know if we stepped on it if we were talking or if it had been said there jeff herman he is the jeff he is the, thank you jeff <laughs> <laughs> jeff herman said Dude, this water's so dirty i just fish straight braid just fish straight braid you don't need to break out the fluorocarbon so what do I do? I fish straight braid. What happens? I'm down seven to one. <laughs> seven to one. Jameson's fishing fluorocarbon. I'm not. Right there, you saw I, I put on a fluorocarbon leader. Two casts later, I'm on a fish. It really, really can make a difference. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, casting to the same point, and we're literally <laughs> just dragging those crabs real slow with the paws so they have time to kind of float up a little bit. And... You were fishing the same way with the same bait, everything, and, and, and until that fluorocarbon leader got put on, it was shut down. <laughs> yeah, that was just we were fishing. You could see we were using the power poles, kind of anchored up, casting down to a little kind of a little bit of a pinch point. I don't know if there was a hole right there. Yeah, I think it was just where all the water came through. It probably did create a little bit of a belly, but it was just they had to travel through there during the tide changes. Yeah, because it was. 
I mean, obviously much better for you than me. Um, oh, we sat there for like, I don't know how many hours too. I think, so one thing we haven't mentioned. In James this, Hall. Uh, or, <laughs> Jameson's Hall. We, we sat yeah, there and pounded, pounded Jameson's Hall. Affectionately called Jameson's Hall. This is true. I think Herman might have given it that name. Um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, but what I was going to say is the challenge. I don't know if we laid down the parameters of the challenge. It wasn't most, just most fish. It was three categories, which was most fish, largest fish, and most species. And you had to basically do the two out of three, um, which I'm not going to give it away. But um, you had to do the two out of three uh, <laughs> categories to find out or to, you know, be successful so that first day was all about just putting numbers on the board i mean and i don't think we caught anything but redfish the first day i don't remember any other species yeah, that yeah it sounds, sounds as i recall i mean it was a long time ago but uh oh, gene, I, has, I got <laughs> gene has a great i still have a pack of those z-man crabs i'll let it go for 50 dollars. they work and and uh you can get away with imitate if you can imitate a crab like they've got some crawfish type baits that you can um, that still float up and you can just imitate that same thing. And then I use the, the Cranka crabs now, which we've shared on, on your show before. Those uh, ones from Australia that are really designed for, for their brim down there, but man, they, they work. I mean, redfish feed on crabs. It's just all there is to it. Yeah, uh, that was – and those Cranka crabs are awesome. They really are. So let's get this thing back rolling. Bye. Hook one. Everything you need to get out there and hook one. I love hearing Will's voice. <laughs> Will's narrative voice. Yeah, it's not his real voice. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Shark Shield, makers of the Freedom 7, a compact, versatile, and lightweight personal shark deterrent system. Welcome back. This week, Jim is fishing with Jeff Herman, Will Mansky, and Jameson Redding in East Texas, where the Beard versus Locks Challenge is well underway. Jim is starting to worry about losing all his hair as Jameson pulls a substantial lead by the end of day one. Even though the score stands at 7-1, to one, Jim is never one to give up. We I always thought those and, uh, pants made my butt look nice, by the way. <laughs> Wouldn't you guys agree? And that's exactly how Jameson I don't think anybody's going to comment on that one, Jameson. Well, they know it's true. Oh, yeah, nice. That's a big old boil. Well, I, my technique is I basically hunt the fish. I look for calm, low tides, and I'll get back into the marshes and just try to find tailing reds or just signs of bait fish being pushed up against the banks. And that's where I start casting. I, I consider it hunting more than fishing, though, whereas I'm not going to sit at most cuts and just pound the water. That's because I have ADHD or something. So we get everything unloaded and we get on the water and we head back in there and we're just kind of looking for fish. We're not really being able to see them that well. And sometimes, quite frankly, by the time we did see them, it was too late and we were over the fish. The wind had put a little chop on the water. But once we got set up in kind of what I would call a highway form where a couple of the lakes kind of come together and you've got that moving tidal water, you know the fish have to go through there as that tide's falling. Pretty old little redfish right there. It looks like a crab got the end of my uh, my lure right before this redfish got it. Maybe the redfish took it off. Who knows? 
There we go. Off the schneid for the day. That feels good. Let's go back to Jameson's hole and see what's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was nice. Big old I thought that was in there. <laughs> that is fun, man, catching these things standing up here in the, in the big rig. Got the power pole holding myself in place. It's pretty windy, but able to just hold myself in place with that power pole. I tell you, that it power is fun, pole is man. worth its weight in gold in in these kind of conditions. Right. A lot of people use it to, you know, stop themselves or anchor, yeah. they say. But, like, when I hook a fish, I like to be able to drop the power pole so that I'm not continuing to drift across a flat or whatever that it might hold fish so i don't just use it to anchor and start casting i actually sometimes don't even drop I mean, it till I, 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 I don't mind losing. that makes sense if you gotta lose you gotta lose but i don't want to get destroyed and i'm getting destroyed i think we finished that day 10 as kayaks get bigger and more stable they get harder to get to the water that's where a good kayak trailer comes in this week jameson redding has a few simple tips for strapping down your kayaks in the kayak fishing tip of the week, oh, I'm sure brought it's to you by awesome. Ram Kayak Mounts. Innovative only lost one. proudly made in the USA. Just when don't leave the rod the doors open. Car top or anything for that matter. Usually the person that owns the trailer and said boats is the guy that's in charge of strapping it. Nobody wants to be responsible for someone else's gear. So I have no problem with that. I know how I like mine to be strapped. And then if something happens, it's my fault. But I want to give you a few tips on how to strap and how to make sure that that load is secure so that you don't have a kayak sliding down the freeway just in the way of everybody driving. What I like to do is I use the cam straps, and typically all the Malone kayak J-style cradles will come with the straps you need to strap kayaks to them. So I run the cam strap around the boat, but you want to make sure that the buckle is to where when you feed the, the line back through it, you're pulling down. You can, If you're trying to pull up, you'll never be able to get it as tight as you need to get it. But when you pull down, you can pull it as tight as you want. You can even bend the boat. You don't have to do that. You don't have to go that tight, but you want it nice and secure so that when you shake that boat, the trailer is shaking, not the boat on top of the trailer. When I'm driving, and I've never had one really loose enough unless I have something shift on the bottom, the strap doesn't come yet. loose, but, you know, maybe whatever <laughs> had one on that boat, whether it be a foam pad or something, that could come loose and create slack in the line. So every time I stop to fill up my truck while the gas is pumping, I just make a quick check on all my straps. I check all the kayaks. And that'll keep you from losing that boat and give you peace of mind. And you've got oh, that's my truck. Trucks. That's my old truck. Yeah, I actually was driving the car that day that, that got filmed. I remember this. And you don't see any kind of unnecessary out at San Diego road. when we went Simple to. Simple things you can do to make sure that your boat right stays secured. Stay tuned. When we return, Jim struggles to keep up as the winds build off the coast. Starting to see a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> I think Will enjoys that, too. InReach Explorer, the only truly global satellite communicator with built-in navigation, including waypoints and routing. He's all, uh, Jim gives me crap on every shoot. So any opportunity. Yeah, like like if he gets a, a shot of me without a shirt on, it's like, and I ain't exactly svelte. I'm like, nobody needs to see that. He will stick it in the episode. Just like, yeah, people do need to see that you're fat. <laughs> I think, um, what was it the guy said on the beach that day that, you know, oh. <laughs> I got to tell this story real quick. So we're out on the beach. This is the first time I ever met Jim. And, and mind you, I was, I'm a big fan of the kayak fishing show. I always have been. And it was part of me getting into kayak fishing. So it's a big deal for me to be hanging out with Jim and 
I didn't know what to expect, and we became really good friends, I think, right off the bat. Uh, you know, you were just really down to earth, and so uh, we hit it off. But we were out at the beach a couple of days, maybe, and this is the first time I met Will um, right. as well. And it was we were kind of getting ready, standing there with a big production camera and filming and everything else. And this guy's talking to us. It's getting ready to launch. And I don't remember what brought it up, but uh, he said something like, I've even seen that guy, Jim Sammons, that has the show out here before. And you were standing like right there with us. And uh, like, oh, really? What does, does he look like? Anybody, you know? And he's kind of like, well, he kind of looks like you. And he points to Jim. He's like, but he's much bigger than you. <laughs> so it goes to show that the camera adds at least 10 pounds. You, it added so much that you weren't even recognizable. You look like that guy, but not as big. So. Yeah. And he would not believe me. I'm like, yeah, I am him. And he's, he's like, no, no. Yeah. yeah, no, it was pretty funny because it was just like he's you, but only you're smaller. Yeah. And, and like I said, we had the big camera there and everything on yeah. the tripod. Holding it while, yeah, just standing there with the camera while you're having this conversation. Nah, but you, you're not him. No, it can't be you. Uh, oh, Mitch uh, LeCoupe says hello. How you doing, Mitch? Thanks for joining us as always. Um, Mitch says this is how he moves his 360. Mitch has a uh, Blue Sky Angler 360. Very cool. Um, Jose, thanks for joining us from Puerto Rico, man. Hope things are good out there. I uh, I see from my friend Omar that you are actually allowed to go fishing out there now. So that's a good thing. So let's, let's go. let it, get this thing going again. See who wins. You buy. I hate to say it, but I think it might be episode two that we find out. You may be right. Jameson Redding and Jeff Herman are guests at the Mansky Ranch. The guys are heading out for one last day on the water before big winds build up and they're forced to switch locations. All right, round two. We're going to just try to hit the marsh again. We've heard there's some fish holding up a little bit closer to the bay, so we're going to make a little long paddle this morning and see what we can find. So day two's here and we decide we're gonna try to go look for some fish in a little bit of a different area and move away from that little redfish alley that we affectionately named Jameson's Hole since I was able to put it quite a hurting on everybody else there that day. Really, it was just luck, but I don't tell anyone else that. So we decide we're gonna go on a little bit of a paddle and maybe target some trout um, in the water where there was a little bit more current moving and also hit some oyster reefs to see if there were any redfish hanging around there. Fish on. Fish on. Fish on. This is where I was like, it's time to. Favorite trout plastic right there. Cannot beat that color. Add those multiple species to the chart. Right. Like your chicken color. This is where you really started running away. Z-Man plastics, I can't tear it up. Beautiful little fish. They're actually really good to eat, too. We're going to let this guy go. I don't know if it's shown on here, but at some point you cast over my line. And I'm like, hey, can you get that untangled? And you just cut my lure off and tie it on yours. I'm I like, think he, <laughs> he had a trout. We're playing oh, yeah. dirty now. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> uh, my, my hair is just like hiding. <laughs> I'm already scared. Um, I mean, because I'm in trouble. I mean, he's got species numbers biggest already. I mean, they just right there at the first cast of day two. Um, but you know, never wanted to give up, just keep trudging along. 
and I look over and okay, this is what not only is he adding to the numbers. It wasn't he's got another species. It wasn't a big one. Now he's got a nail, so nail in the coffin. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not thrilled. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, a few minutes later, um, I caught a redfish. Um, I don't remember if I caught another one after that or not, but I, at least I sort of kept my foot in the game, if you will. Um, but I'm still, I'm still got a long way to go up on my catch. <laughs> Pretty redfish. Davidson just caught a flounder, so we'd seen a couple of redfish on this oyster reef. So stopped, made a couple of casts, and of course I turn around and Jameson's got a flounder, which really kills me. But uh and I hooked this nice little redfish. So I got the trout, I got the flounder, no real size to them. Jim picked up a couple of redfish. I actually didn't catch any redfish um, in that area. So we decided, you know what, it's not a lot going on in this particular spot. We were going to head back in and go back to the same spot where we had found the redfish the day before. So in this situation, it really came in handy. The wind started picking up. We had quite the paddle. I happened to have the torpedo motor on the back of my kayak, which was uh, the Jim Salmon's Kraken Signature Series boat. And I was able to help everyone else get there so we could save our energy for catching those redfish. This is the this is five wide. Awesome. Five boats. Five boats. Maintaining about two and a half, two point seven miles an hour. Yeah, the torpedoes are cool, man. Now we can save all of our energy for fighting the fish. I wish this we had the eleven oh three back then. That I was the uh, four oh three for the very first right. time. The torpedo four oh three ultralight motor. And I tell you what, that thing is fun and it is fast if you want to be able to extend some trips uh if you know you're going to have a heck of a long paddle back into a headwind into into current i tell you what this is something you might want to look at if you want to have that longer longer trip or to have the hands-free fishing for trolling i it, it's just a, a a really nice unit i think one of the things that impressed me the most about it unlike some other motor solutions in kayaks the battery and the whole unit is incredibly lightweight. It's not weighing down your kayak. You don't have that giant car battery in there. The battery for this thing is small and light, but it'll still run all day. That's the Torquedo 403 Ultralight Kayak Motor. You can find it online or look for it at Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear. And with that, we pack up the trailer and bid a fond farewell to the Mansky Ranch. Join us again next week as the Beard vs. Locks challenge continues and Jim tries to close the widening gap. I did close the gap a little bit. Yes, so, you know, you're going to be showing next week's episode with Jeff, I'm assuming, or I don't know. Um, uh, he's got a thick head. I'm going to see if uh, if I can get Dean on here, but I'll give it up here um, because I've got it fish. all queued up. I pretty fish. I, I did manage to uh, make this a little bit of a closer. Yeah, you did battle. Uh, we we uh, went over and fished with Dean Thomas. Um, Such and, an incredible guy, too. Uh, like I never it, met him either. Talk about laughing your butt off. And he, if you don't know Dean, Dean Thomas is like, you know, he, he's an old dude like me. I mean, he he's been in kayak fishing a long time and but he's absolutely hilarious 
And that part of the trip was my really my first experience casting to tailing reds. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of got before that, I didn't really get the whole redfish thing. It was like, okay, you know, but to see those things tailing, I mean, it was like hunting and, and yeah. like uh, um, Mansky was saying there, but seeing that tail pop up, the adrenaline starts going and you try to make a good cast. Um, and, and I did catch quite a few fish and I, like I said, I did kind of catch up, but. Oh, you definitely caught up. Yeah. I, I was just struggling. I think I also was a little under the weather. At least I'm going to say that I was. <laughs> on something. But yeah, I mean, it was like immediately we launched and it was so picturesque that morning. It was very foggy and the water, like there was no wind, which was the only day that whole trip that I remember it being just flat calm. I mean, it would start out calm some of the mornings, but that morning it was just like flat. But it was also duck season. So I remember like we're paddling out. That's and right. Duck blinds with people shooting like over us, basically. Like it got a little bit kind of crazy there early in the morning. But yeah, then seeing the when the water level dropped and the tails started popping up, it was just And I saw that I saw that one tail that I mean you saw a bunch where the tail would just kind of tip up, you know. And I saw the one that was like two hands wide. It was so big. And I made the super adrenaline cast and launched it like 10 feet over the fish into a tree behind it. So I just dropped my rod, threw my other uh, lure at it, and literally hit it in the side of the head. So, uh, but like I, I said, like I, I, I'm willing to uh, show the results of how this went today just because I had it queued up. Um, <laughs> so there's kind of me. <laughs> We, we went to this super cool barber shop and uh, that's all my hair in my hands. And uh, I actually got to do part of it. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Jameson right got to actually uh, do some of the shaving of my head. And it actually felt really good to get rid of all that long hair. But um, people tell me it would feel good to shave the beard, but then I tell them that, nah. Yeah, it was so funny. Like I said we we just laughed and laughed, and uh, I said it, it, it continued on, you know, the into the second episode. But uh, I wanted to share it here since I had you on here and give you your 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 props. <laughs> I would be willing. You know what? I think I don't know if my beard's got enough clout to raise any money for charity, but oh, I would be willing to consider a challenge of some sort for a charitable cause that would end in me potentially having to shave my beard. So if anyone has any ideas and wants to throw them out there. Well, then what we're going to do is we're going to actually go bass fishing and we're going to put Kevin Van Dam in the kayak up against you. So that's that we can good. Guarantee. I'm definitely going <laughs> to guarantee I'm it. not that good at bass fishing for, for one. <clears throat> you know, only look, Maybe if he just doesn't know how to paddle, I might have a chance to. <laughs> uh, hey, it'd be cool to go fish with Kevin Van Dam, so I'll do that. So you heard that right here, Kevin. I know you're watching. Uh, he watches will, every episode. I will fish against you for my beard. We'll uh, Tommy saying hello from Industry, California. Mitch, uh, you coming up to Canada when the border is open again? I don't know. More than likely, I will be doing more sh shoots like domestically. Uh, or like up in Canada, that kind of thing where it might be easier to travel to. Um, and my, since my producer's up there and everything, it's a very good possibility because we, uh, just because the way things have gone, we have to keep our costs down. 
Um, Gene said, so cool. I'm assuming, yeah, my head was very cool once I kept my hair off. <laughs> um, Jose, all good. Just dropped my big rig FD last Sunday. Awesome experience, but still have my 2015 Kraken camo awesome boats. Yeah. Well, that's two opposite ends of the spectrum right there. You know, you have the uh, big rig, pedal drive, super, super stable. And then you can go offshore in your Kraken. So uh, <laughs> you got the both, best of both worlds with those two boats. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a Canadian loony <laughs> for the beard off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's. <clears throat> so anyway, Jameson, thanks, man. I appreciate you joining me here today. I really appreciate anything going on. Uh, what What are you doing nowadays? I mean, still, we're still doing, you know, Jackson Kayak is sold like phenomenally well recently which is kind of crazy and all this but um so they've been working hard and i've been trying to help out with um some of the direction of what we're going to do to make improvements to the current line and and things like that and then also working on some video projects as we you know continue the marketing effort um also been helping the local marina here because they've been selling boats like crazy i mean it is kind of nuts how um you know, you would think the economy would be struggling in this, and I'm sure it is in a lot of places where businesses just can't physically open due to the risk. Um, but people are, are buying kayaks right now. And, uh, well, yeah, you know, for for a large point, uh, like they're saying, you know, a lot of bike shops can't keep bikes in yeah. stock. It's kind of interesting. I you're, think it's you're forced to people to do new stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're spending time <laughs> doing things that you may have not done. I mean, I see a lot of people that are, you know, exercising and losing weight and taking a look at their self situation, you know, more so than, so it's, well, yeah, to that, find positive things in all the bad, you know, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the, you know, people aren't, um, not necessarily going to be, be able to go on a vacation this year. Right. You know, so, you know, investing on stuff they can do at home. Like I said, that's why bike shops are selling so many bikes. And I think that's why the kayak sales have actually been pretty good, which is, I mean, it's great for all of us in this industry. So I'm um, pretty happy about that. Now, now we just need things to open up a little bit more uh, so we can get out there and start shooting. And yeah, you just have to be smart about it, you know, and, and keep your social distancing. Uh, I saw, I don't remember who it was or posted it, but they said a rod length. I think it was Z-Man, actually. They posted a thing that said, you know, a rod length apart, you know, rod six to seven feet apart. You know? <laughs> right. You could go fishing, you know, just keep that rod length between you and your buddy, which is never a bad idea anyway. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's got to practice, you know, be co common sense. Just be smart about it. And, and be nice to each other. Yeah. God damn yeah, it. Get together. Stop <laughs> like, being jerks. Quit. <laughs> That's we have to live here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, I will let you go. Like I said, uh, I'll let you know about the big announcement later on. But uh, yeah, I'm curious if I already know. I don't know. If you I'm might gonna... already know. I think I may have told you. Yeah, I'm privileged, guys. You're, I will you're, sell you're, this you're information. A, you're in the inner circle. <laughs> I will sell. I will sell this info for that Canadian lady. <laughs> anyway, brother, <laughs> thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate oh, it. It's a good time, man. Send Take some care. of that good beer over here. See ya. <laughs>
Well, thanks everybody for joining us. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun doing these. Um, again, we, we have a big announcement tomorrow, so please make sure you visit the page or, or pay attention. And uh, my, my plan is maybe to go live, but I'm not 100% sure. Kind of depends on when we get everything together. But um, there will be an announcement tomorrow about what's going on with the kayak fishing show. Uh, other than that, on Thursday, our next episode is another one of the throwback episodes. And it will be our uh, fly fishing trip to Montana from season one. So, again, that's back the old ocean kayak year. So I hope you can join us. Again, I appreciate everybody who uh, joins us every week and, and watches this nonsense because uh, we enjoy doing it. You all take care. If you're going out on the water, remember, please always wear your PFD. Keep your paddle right side up. We're out.